0: The following podcast is brought to you by Robots vs. Dinosaurs.
1: Disclaimer, this podcast is about to spoil several movies from 6 to 20 years old. Lou, read off the list.
0: Today, Robots vs. Dinosaurs will be spoiling for you, the listener, 9 to 5, Planet of the Apes, Godzilla vs. Mothra, Godzilla vs. Kong, Justice League, The Snyder Cut, Batman v. Superman, Dawn of Justice, The Lord. The Rings, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Wanda Vision, Her, AI, Short Circuit 2, Face Off, General Hospital, Rocky, Popeye, and Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Hello and welcome to Robots vs. Dinosaurs, the podcast where we watch a movie every week and then try to determine which one is cooler. Robots, dinosaurs, robots or space aliens that churn into Planet of the Apes creatures when they get shot in specific body parts. I'm your host, <laughs> Louie G., and with me, as always, is my co-host, a new co-host every week. This week, I am very proud to have, as my co-host, the New York-based comedy team, hosts of the Hot Goss podcast, Trash Comedy. Welcome, Trash Comedy. Hello! Hello.
2: Thank, Thank you good. for having us. Thank you. yes.
0: Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. Uh, Why don't you all introduce yourselves to the listeners, tell everybody about what you do, what your podcast is, and and what is Trash Comedy?
1: Yeah, well, I'm Rachel. We all uh, met uh, four years ago, three years ago. We know each other. Doing improv. Um, we used to host an in-person uh, monthly show in the real times. And then during the pandemic, we started Hot Goss. Um, our IRL show was of the same name, where we bring in a fact each week and treat it like it's a dirty little piece of gossip, and we rate each other's facts. I'll let you guys introduce
3: yourselves too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, I'm Chloe. Everything Rachel said was true about us. We do host a podcast exactly how she said we do. It's chaotic. Yeah, I think that's all I'll add is it's chaotic. That feels right.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm Lindsay and we do rate the facts. We rate them as hot metaphors or similes. So in a year of doing the podcast, coming up with that fact is as hot as dot 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 uh, has really stretched our creative capabilities um, and made me personally research up uh, what hot things are available to use as a rating on the (laughs) the podcast.
4: Hi, I'm Shem. Everyone's covered what we do. What's coming on my mind at the moment is I sent Chloe a TikTok asking, from the real at real Harry J, asking, why does Peaches slap so fucking hard? Uh, a music lesson where there's talking about the bang of a hit by Justin Bieber and, like, breaking it down in terms of musicology about why it's so damn cool. Uh, and I couldn't <laughs> believe what was happening. And then Chloe is my default young friend. <laughs> so I just sent them, like, a text. I was like, what? Please explain. I don't understand.
0: <laughs> um, you're probably going to think I'm making this up, but I actually genuinely love Justin Bieber. Uh, yes. <laughs> the be, it's because it's because the first time that I took ecstasy was also the first time that I heard Justin Bieber. Ever.
3: <laughs> oh, sense memory! Mm-hmm.
4: Wow. this explains a lot for two point four million people.
3: <laughs> <laughs> jazz, <laughs> cocaine <laughs> is why I love jazz. <laughs>
0: Pain okay. might also be the explanation for the movie we're talking about today. So Trap Zombie, <laughs> mm-hmm. can y'all tell the listeners what movie we're gonna be discussing on robots versus dinosaurs today?
3: Oh boy, it, it was Godzilla. It's 1974's Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla. Not Mega, which I thought it was, Mecha. <laughs> with a CH.
0: Is Mega Godzilla another versus movie?
3: I th- well that's what I googled first. Um, Until
1: I told Chloe it was Mecha Godzilla.
3: <laughs>
4: when you googled Mecha Godzilla, did you just get lots of fit Godzilla mm. pictures?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, some like straight sexy Godzilla porn,
3: straight to Godzilla porn <laughs> websites. Good, oh, good, the good,
0: worst. Good.
1: The worst.
0: It's like the Mega stuffed Oreo, right? <laughs>
3: yes.
1: <laughs> Mega stuffed Godzilla. Ooh!
0: Ooh. <laughs> wow. Well, uh, so this this podcast covers movies that are about robots, dinosaurs, or both. Uh, it is the battle for, for ultimate awesomeness and science fiction pop culture. But I have to tell you, this might be the first time that my guests have picked a movie that has verses in the title <laughs> and arguably is a robot versus a dinosaur. So this, yes. this is going to lead me to my first big, big question that I think we need to establish right away. Uh, is Godzilla a dinosaur? Yes or no?
1: I've been thinking a lot about this this morning. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I know nothing about the Godzilla origins. I <laughs> came in clean to this. So I'll ask Shem. I think we can determine if Godzilla is a, di- a dinosaur or not based on his origin story, which I do not know. Hmm. I'm looking at Shem through Zoom, being like, "Tell me."
4: Shem. Um, it, it, you know, everything is open to interpretation. Everyone's uh, viewpoint and opinion is valid. I, I did not <laughs> pick. I picked this movie because it's uh, very gay and it is. very. It's literally the premise of your podcast, so it seems fun. Uh, I do coincidentally happen to have a master's degree in Japanese cinema. That's by the <laughs> by. It will not come up again.
0: It's <laughs> 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 yeah, discussion.
4: a uh, discussion. Does dinosaur mean terrible lizard? Yes. Is Godzilla a kaiju uh, traditionally <laughs> uh, depicted as a terrible lizard uh, in, in Japanese culture from about 1950s onward? Yes. Do, do those two things overlap and then make them the same? Of course. But if, you, if, you, if your opinion differs, please, please
2: <laughs> Shen- speak on
1: that. <laughs> I mean, he looks like a dinosaur. so.
2: Yeah. They yeah. look so cute. I'm sorry. So cute. <laughs> I have cute. a real for them. And also, I keep referring to them, including um, <laughs> Kong as well. I'm like, oh, the little ones. Because, like, I don't like them getting hurt. So I get really, like, yes. smushy and, <laughs> like, protective. And she more like... Did you just call it the little one? I was like, yeah. <laughs> yes. That was the first thing I
1: texted Chloe as I was watching this. I was like, I don't know if I'm supposed to think this, but Godzilla's adorable.
2: Yeah, so cute. He looks, he, he, he's like angry at one point, but it looks more like he's like frustrated doing a tax return.
1: And <laughs> I was like, he's like, oh. I can't put
3: the circle through the square. <laughs>
0: I gotta say, there were a couple moments where he, like, showed up to the fight, and it was like a wrestler coming into the ring, like, I could... Oh, yeah, and they fought like like humans. Flashing lights, yeah. They fully like were Surprisingly uh, expressive. Yeah,
2: Yes. Yes. There were some definite, like, poses, like, before he went in. I was like, go Godzilla.
4: (laughs) Weird flex. Godzilla flex. Not, again, what... Again, just throwing out an opinion, but part of that is because uh, in the 1950s, when uh, Godzilla was in, originally introduced, it was a more terrifying monster that just killed people and was a reflection of the trauma that Japan's nation had just undergone with the two nuclear bombings. So like, Godzilla is a radioactive monster that comes through Uh, And it was like a way of the the nation's collective psyche. Like if you're watching it in like the early 50s, seeing a radioactive monster destroy whole towns Mm -hmm. is very like present. And it's like, oh no. In the same way that, you know, Watching the early episodes of *The Sopranos* is hard for like New Yorkers because like they have the Twin Towers in the opening. But ah. as it like as time progressed, uh, it became more of a a nuanced d- depiction of like antiheroes, especially because the Japanese were dep- depicted as like the bad people in the Second World War, which is like accurate in some uh, levels. Uh, So they have a more nuanced view of (laughs) good and bad morality and like heroes and anti-heroes. And then Godzilla switched to being like more of an ecological figure where he's like protective of uh, the environment. So if humanity is bad to the environment, Godzilla will destroy them. But also if an external creature is... (laughs) I feel like I'm back in college doing a lecture.
1: (laughs) And I'm like, yes, professor, teach me.
4: (laughs) Uh, also, for your spoilers at the beginning of this episode, I am going to rip into Godzilla vs. King Kong, like, fully spoil it, uh, the 2012. So, like, people will be, be warned. That's fair, be warned. that's fair. <laughs> 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 I, th-
0: so that, that that leads me to another one of the questions I had while I was watching this. I'm fairly new to Godzilla. I've seen the, the 2014 one, I think, with G- Gareth Edwards directed it, and the mm. recent King of the Monsters. Uh, and I've definitely seen the one that was in from the 90s with um, Matthew Broderick yes. and uh, Hank Azaria. And, and what? <laughs> <laughs> I think in that one, Godzilla was definitively not a dinosaur. He was a, a mutated iguana. Like there, yeah. through Beautiful. nuclear testing or runoff, he mm. mutated from an iguana or something. Uh, but I'm not sure about that.
2: I hope I one could day buy- he shows up as a chameleon and <laughs> just changes color. I
3: could I could buy Godzilla being like half iguana slash mm. lizard, half dinosaur, and like something happened there. Something happened. He has three halves and something yeah. happened. <laughs> Something's <laughs> happening here.
0: Is are at the beginning of a Godzilla movie, are we generally like the like the population of Okinawa or Japan, not supposed to be sure if like this time Godzilla is emerging to help mm. us or protect us or punish us. Like, is that is that always the case at the beginning of each movie? Again, anyone can answer. <laughs> <laughs> just
4: just
3: farther well, into. Okay. I'll take this one. <clears throat> and the one that I've seen, you're you have you can assume almost nothing. You just watch it and you can follow it. <laughs> but I'll let anyone yep. else speak. <laughs> yes, Chloe. You watch it and you follow it.
1: Um <laughs> Thank what you, I Rachel. really loved about the beginning of this this movie is that there's not a, really a need for exposition or character development that you just
3: get... Thrown right in the middle there. Oh my! That that reminds me, Rachel, one of my notes was that when they found, like, the space aliens and they walk onto the ship, immediately the captain shares his entire plan. And I was like, that was so helpful for me. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately, (laughs) no hesitation. He's like, this is what we're doing. And this is how.
0: Chloe, are you talking about their brilliant plan to thwart the aliens by switching ships on their way to Okinawa, which absolutely does not work?
3: That I'm talking about when the captain said, we made a robot, Godzilla, to destroy you. <laughs> and they're just like, what?
0: <laughs> oh, when they get pulled onto the, the yeah, Willy yeah. Wonka spaceship, yeah.
3: Truly, completely <laughs> unprompted, the villain shared his entire plan.
4: <laughs> now, my question to my co-hosts is, have any of you ever seen a James Bond movie? No.
3: Yeah, yeah and I guess that is what they do
2: in there, too. But it's more dramatic. Uh, James Bond could use more Godzilla. Yeah.
4: Well, the world is That's not enough. to no. <laughs> keep delaying it. <laughs> so, like, maybe they're trying to get the Godzilla
1: <laughs> And less and sexism.
0: And you yeah. know what? Kind of like James Bond, there's been different versions of Godzilla, and there's been, like, different actors playing mm-hmm. him in the suit, mm-hmm. right? And there's oh, yeah. uh, different eras, different tones of Godzilla. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this one, it was... Uh, yeah, I definitely agree this movie was gay as fuck, like I, I loved it. <laughs> Um cuz I didn't know what the tone was going to be. I've definitely seen like the black and white ones where it's meant to be really scary mm-hmm. and ominous and 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 reference that imagery of of, you know, destruction of the city from from nuclear nuclear explosions. But this one though, I, like I okay, I knew going into the 70s and as soon as I saw the suit, There's going to be a little bit of fun. This this is going to be a little bit silly. I wasn't expecting rainbow laser blasts.
2: (laughs) Oh, my
1: God. Truly, it was like the gayest aliens in, like, silver glitter fighting with monsters shooting rainbows out of their eyes. And another monster that has to be awoken by a musical number, Mm. which was so beautiful. My dream.
0: (laughs) When Nami
4: came out, I was yeah. When Nami came out, I was truly like Rachel will love
0: uh, this
1: (laughs) spotlight piece. My my notes. I think I wrote oh my, oh my, oh my, there's a musical number. Yes, Nami, <laughs> yes. If I were an ancient monster, I too would require a whole ass musical number to wake up.
0: And like not step. It's so, with with like the stone and, and the, the ancient dance, the prophecy, all of the history that we're getting of that, the fact that she has to do this song to summon the monster, it's, it's very like D&D to me, and I, I was yeah. into that.
1: Oh yeah, I, was like, I love yeah, that. Yeah, let's
0: watch an entire sequence because it's—I mean—it's very like a Lord of the Rings kind of thing. They would sing and show you the entire song. Yes, yeah. it's important.
3: She had to finish that whole song. He was like, "I'm not moving." Hit the last <laughs> note. <snow. laughs> Hit the last <laughs> note.
0: Maybe not the best poll, but did y'all see the Snyder cut? Because it had a similar moment that I honestly felt could have gone on longer.
3: Oh, my oh God. no! But Shem? now I have m- a lot of questions.
4: <laughs> Did like, I watch four hours and ten minutes of a movie I didn't like the two three hour version of? Of course.
0: <laughs> I, I can't, in good conscience, recommend that everybody watch the four hour Snyder cut. But but I will say there's a really cool like our Icelandic tune. That's sung by these women when they when Mm -hmm. when Aquaman is going into the sea, and it's just very beautiful.
1: Ooh,
0: I could have stood two or three more minutes of it in the film even knowing that I was in for four-hour four marathon.
4: <laughs> I will say that when we were trying to pick this movie, everyone was like laying out, well, we could watch this movie, we could watch this movie. And my my argument for this movie was, this is 124 minutes long. And everyone was like, yep, 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 you, you get it. <laughs> and little did they know, it's 124 minutes for those <laughs> were a full <of> musical.
2: <laughs> a good 10 were rainbow lasers, so honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the percentage breakdown of this movie is
0: great. <laughs> And I think it's about a hundred minutes of uh, a shot of a dark cave and then a flash of light and then (laughs) smash cut to the spaceship.
3: (laughs) Yes.
1: Yes. Um, My favorite like random cut was when two people were fighting and they just like cut to a shot of his hand being cut solo. That I think was cinematic. Brilliant.
0: I didn't mind the action in the movie. It it, uh, it was very theatrical. It was very, like, stage combat, but mm-hmm. I could follow it really easily. And I thought the choreography was smooth, like, more, more of a dance than a fight. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then we get a literal yeah. dance from Nami later. So, yeah, this movie <laughs> has everything <laughs> that you want. It did feel
3: like such a music... Like, so many of the, like, songs were, like, like musical transition music. Like, they're changing the stage. But it was, like, monsters fighting instead just n- none of it made sense and I was like actually this does make perfect sense thank you
4: I will also say in Godzilla vs. King Kong released on HBO Max uh, 31st of March that has a Godzilla vs. Godzilla moment in it and the difference in like two CGI monsters like fighting uh, which is just like and not they they cover it. They much like Lindsay's uh, camera is covered in like neon in the background to like try and make it interesting. Uh, but <laughs> unlike Lindsay's camera, it's essentially joyless. So like they have like.
3: These
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: it's just, like, two, like, things, like, clashing. And you can see with the suits and the suit technology, which they pioneered and they were, like, really good at by uh, between, like, the 60s and the 70s. By that point, you do get those expressive, like, kind of uh, wrestler-type moves that was like, yeah. oh, this is, like, fun or dynamic in, like, different ways, and it's a real, like, body art.
0: Yeah, one oh. thing I really appreciated that was super unexpected was every time King Caesar had a laser fired at him, it took me a second to figure it out, but the visual language of the movie eventually... I think that confusion was great because it paid off a few seconds later when they did he did it again and I was like, "Oh, cool. He's like absorbing it and reflecting it. That's a really neat little trick mm-hmm. that even uh Mecha Godzilla wasn't expecting, obviously." Uh-huh. <laughs> uh so, I we've definitely established Godzilla is a dinosaur. Is Mecha Godzilla <laughs> a robot?
3: Oh yeah. I think he's a piece of technology. Does he have well, yes. I'll say yes. Sorry. Yes. My answer is yes. He just doesn't have advanced AI yet, so I think he could be a much stronger robot if he was allowed to like thrive and pick up on things a little bit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I did have questions about whether he, like he was actually aware of what he's doing or just being controlled mm-hmm. because they talk about like his head control ro- running out but at yeah. the end they're just like Mecha Godzilla, annihilate him and then he does yeah. so i'm like who
3: who is the man behind the curtain mm-hmm. um, <laughs> maybe he's playing the long game and he's like i know what i'm doing but you guys think i don't know what i'm doing
4: like see you in <laughs>
0: march 2021 <laughs> the, tree game. the larger question is, what is a robot? Because at, mm. s- at several points during this movie, the aliens call Mechagodzilla a cyborg, which I don't know mm. if I agree with. He's certainly either i would say a a piloted mech suit that's remotely piloted yes or maybe when he has that uh that fake godzilla skin on him he's like the t-1000 when he comes through through the portal and like they have to have that organic shell of of skin around them so maybe technically that makes him a cyborg but what do y'all think is there is there a strong distinction between cyborg robot or something else that he might be mech suit
1: so I now am going, in, in my head, I'll take you on the mental journey. I'm going on a journey of what is a cyborg? Um, but I guess the idea of being covered in the, the skin cleared that one up for me.
4: Can I help you with the what is a cyborg? Please. Uh, a cyborg is Bruce Lee Underserved in Joss Whedon's cut of the movie But in the four hour Snyder cut of the movie Gets much from the backstory and the reason for existence And becomes in many ways a pivotal character point That joke is for no
3: one <laughs> Also Rachel If you've seen Joss Whedon's other work Buffy the Vampire Slayer There's a couple cyborgs throughout the series If you've seen them Have you seen it? I'll name them um, Adam is one I, th- I would say Adam Uh, Oh, yeah. And there's a man named Ted who was Buffy's mom's husband in one episode in the early seasons. I would call them both cyborgs.
2: Fair. I just looked up a definition, and the second part says, a person could even be called a cyborg when they're using specific wearable technologies like Google Glass. So really, (laughs) we could all be cyborgs. We are all. Spooky. Okay, then he's definitely closer
1: to the, the mech suit type of a deal, I think but who, like, understands voice commands. I don't know. (laughs) uh,
0: Yeah, for me, my loose definition of cyborg is if it has mechanical and organic parts that work in symbiosis in some way. I'm much more inclined to call Mechagodzilla a mech suit. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. but if they want to call him a cyborg, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say they're definitely <laughs> wrong. It's your
2: kid. because no, you they call what you want. They'll come get you. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah,
0: I had a question about the, when I was watching the Snyder Cut. Sorry again to bring it back to that. But actually, <laughs> this is this this is a question about cyborgs in general because it, it just I, cyborg in that movie made me think of this question, and I've never thought of it before with cyborgs. If a cyborg is part metal, robotic parts and part organic parts, when they get like. Uh, 50 years older are those organic parts aging at, at a much oh. faster rate than the techno parts and what does that look like do the organic parts eventually get replaced does it eventually just look like a skeleton supported by metal like oh. what is the one of the deleted scenes
4: uh, of the Snyder Cut they do explain this uh, <laughs> and that was fortunately with the black don't crack so like they're safe on that <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I feel like, yeah, they would, like, I feel like the organic matter they would combine would be, like, special. <laughs> would be fancy, unaging. aging Now I'm thinking of what's it called? Vision. <laughs> the only thing I know about the Marvel Universe. Um, because Katherine Hahn was in it. Mm. Um, That was my intro in. Yeah, I feel like vision we would define as... as do we define him as a cyborg?
4: Robot, 100%. Synthesoid, but yeah.
1: But doesn't he look like a human? I'm. It's okay. This he isn't my job. He looks like one, but it's not
3: real, Rachel.
1: Okay. Because he does his little, like, do do do. Be careful. Yep. Yeah, Generally,
0: careful. A, a robot that is meant to look human is usually referred to as an android.
1: Android.
0: And the MCU uses the term synthesoid, but they're kind of interchangeable.
1: Okay, okay. 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 I'm here. Google I'm is
0: coming for them,
4: so they had to like create their own.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: we don't want to alienate our iPhone
0: fan base. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the movie a little bit more. You, you all on hot Goss, You uh, tell each other facts and you rate them. I want to do something similar with this movie. I'd like to go around the table and ask everybody to tell me one thing that you think I don't know about Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla, which is probably a lot because I just saw it for the first time. Uh, So, like, any cool trivia that you know is probably going to be something I don't know. So I want everybody to tell me one cool thing that you know about this movie and one thing that you're making up right now on the spot.
2: And we don't tell you. We just say the two things and then you'll guess.
0: Yeah, I have to guess which one is the truth. Yeah. (laughs)
2: Okay, I can go. The two facts I am going to give to you is, one, the cave that they use for the secret base is a real tourist attraction. And the other fact is that this movie inspired a chain of 1980s adverts in the UK to promote a Chewy sweet called Chew It's. <laughs> That's hard. where they have, like, a little monster in them. So, because I'm aware you won't have seen the advert, so it is hard.
0: The more details you're adding to that one, it sounds like that's the more true one. (laughs) But that might be just to throw me off. You might be a master (laughs) of deception. Uh, I'm going to say, because the movie opens with tourists taking pictures of the cave, that it's it's a real tourist attraction in, in Okinawa
2: correct, the cave is a real tourist attraction. Um, and now I want to go, although I hope they keep the piece of, like, I can't remember which is the stalagmite or the stalactite, or oh, sorry, that's my cuckoo clock, um, <laughs> where they, like, pull it away and press the button to get into, like, <laughs> the lair. I'm like, oh! <laughs> what I Did I miss out on so many school trips of, like, getting to go in a secret lair when I was in cave somewhere?
0: And you um, have to say Alpha Centauri before you go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, but there are the the it adverts, I think, probably are less inspired directly by this movie and the uh, monsters, dinosaurs in general. But they're very cute. I will send a link afterwards. Aww. Watching this movie, I remembered the adverts, and I hadn't thought about them in years. And I was like, oh, the It's adverts. <laughs> 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 All right. Okay. Who wants
0: to go
1: next? I will go next. So the writer, June Fakuda was actually in one of the Godzilla costumes. And my other fact is that in the 2002 version of this same movie, um, Mecha Godzilla's name is Kiryu, which means machine dragon. So Mecha Godzilla is not even a dinosaur; he's a dragon, according to that. Oh,
0: that's a complication. I have a theory <laughs> that that dragons are uh, the dragon mythology came from people finding dinosaur bones. Yeah. Um, right. And I had Sajda weight on here as a guest once, and she picked How to Train Your Dragon. So mm. I am ready to qualify dragons as dinosaurs.
1: <laughs> okay, fair, 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 fair,
0: fair. <laughs> um, so sorry. Give me the two facts again.
1: Yes. Okay, the two facts... I have, I have to read them both so that I you can't tell which the lie is. Okay, so the first one was that the writer, June Fukuda, was actually in the Godzilla costume. Mm-hmm. And the second was that in the 2002 version of this movie, you find out that Godzilla's nickname is Kiryu, which means machine dragon.
0: I think the writer was in the costume, because if I wrote the movie, I would definitely insist on being in the costume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the lie. <gasps> <gasps> As far as I know, but I wrote that down because I was like, ooh, that would be fun. I would do that. <laughs> but there is a 2002 version of this movie.
4: The technique of the suit fighting Godzilla thing is called suitmation, suit based animation. Popularized, and they have like latex and foam rubber and chicken wire. Uh, one of the leading suitmation artists was uh, Haruo Nakajima. That's one thing you maybe did or didn't know. Or, Is it the 2019 movie, Godzilla, King of the Monsters, featured the fight between Godzilla and Thomas Middleditch to see who would be the ultimate
0: monster?
3: Mm.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Uh, (laughs) What could it be? Well, Godzilla Godzilla has probably crushed a lot of nightclubs under his large foot. He probably has not gone inside of many and uh, harassed women (laughs) or uh, worse. Uh, So... (laughs) So, yeah, kind of an easy call there. Um,
4: <laughs>
0: I, you haven't seen the
4: Godzilla and Swatch improv specials on Netflix, to be fair.
0: <laughs> They're a revelation. They really open up the form, make it very accessible. Uh, so, yeah, I'm having, a tr- I'm having trouble detecting the lie anywhere. But I, I would say, uh, I'd say the suitmation, is that, uh, is that real? Is that uh... Uh, The suitmation is very real. Cool, yeah. That's, that's, so a, that's so a cute. Cool <laughs> that's a really <laughs> I'm, good tab, yeah. And it surprises me that they gave Andy Serkis such a hard time about Gollum when he did like the motion capture thing, and they're like, we don't want to give you an Oscar because we don't know what to call that. So
1: <laughs> <laughs> It was suitmation. Yeah,
0: just with, with an extra layer of technology on it. <laughs> All right, uh, Chloe, I think you're up.
3: Okay, yes. Okay, so one, in the German release of the movie, Mechagodzilla is called King Kong, two in the france release of the movie the title just translates to dinosaur versus metal dinosaur
0: i love both of those i want the second one to be true but i actually somehow somehow because i'm a kong fan have heard the first fact and it's really Mm. weird that yeah they call call him king kong in the movie unironically it's wild you are correct That was the fact.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I just wanted to bring France up.
1: (laughs) Famously, Chloe has been to Paris. I've been to Paris. And loves to talk about it. Once. (laughs) (laughs) All right, my
0: fact is, uh, my two facts. One is that King Caesar is actually a a rough translation and that uh, the monster's name is actually Shisa, King Shisa. The other fact is that this movie's original title was Godzilla versus Krang, but they got sued by the Kevin, I forget his last name, but the uh, IP owner of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
1: Whoa. Okay, what's, what are all of our guesses? M- my guess is that number two is true.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I
3: was going to say well, my is number one is true. Me too. That's okay. I, I'm not going to let Shem's intelligence change my answer. <laughs> Just, Fuck you, Shem. Number one is true.
4: I mean, I I, I haven't voted either way. I do remember <laughs> as Godzilla descends upon Okinawa, you do hear, Swagger! Screams <laughs> across. <laughs> so, like, I'm leaning towards two, uh, and I'm not going to let the fact that I... <laughs> <laughs> Speak fluent <fully> Japanese. <laughs> 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 also, don't
3: let my intelligence influence you. Do this on your own, Shem.
0: Okay, let say number one. <laughs> number one is true. The, the monster's real name is King Shisa.
1: <gasps> Ooh.
0: Now, should we should we rate those facts or uh, is there, <laughs> we rate out hot those facts? Absolutely. Yeah. Um,
4: can we either rate them uh, robot or dinosaur? That <gasps> fact is so robot, or that fact is so Ooh. dinosaur.
1: Okay. Yes, yeah. I can do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting there in my head. Uh, Okay. this is at
4: home. Rachel is doing some incredible pout and face work.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's my thinking face. Much like uh, Godzilla's frustrated face, I have a thinking face. Okay, Lou, that fact was so dinosaur. All of the people in the Flintstones in the movie... Viva Rock Vegas, which was my pitch for this, um, uh, would be betting money on number one, So Dinosaur. Dang. Nice.
3: (laughs) That, That fact was so robot that Joaquin Phoenix was ready to fuck and date you and your AI system. <laughs> All I, I only saw the preview. I never saw the movie. <laughs> I don't know if that's the plot. I don't even know what movie that <laughs> is. Nailed
0: it. Are we talking about AI? I'm talking about uh, Her.
3: That movie, Her? Her. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Oh,
0: oh. I think oh no, so. I'm so thinking Hansen's of Drew Baw Hanson's a robot. AI is with a little kid, right? <laughs> yeah, and I was thinking of Drew Ju- Baw, <laughs> who is a sex robot in that movie.
1: Yes. Piccolo oh. Joe. What? <laughs> Wow, I haven't seen a lot of movies.
3: No.
0: <laughs> I should have presented that as my fake facts.
3: <laughs>
0: Good Law plays a sex robot named Gigolo Joe.
3: And that's really it's just AI?
0: AI, artificial intelligence. AI colon artificial intelligence. Okay, I Beautiful. can't forget that. It's with all of the punctuation. All of it. <laughs> A dot, I should have said A dot, A, I dot, uh, colon. Oh, I know that wow. because of how many times I had to put that title uh, for the podcast and like, yes. the show notes and everything. <laughs> and I had to like, triple check every time. <laughs> I think, uh, Shem, your fact was so robot that, the, that Godzilla wouldn't even have to fight it because the core that, that runs all of the mechanical parts overheated uh, from being overloaded by awesome information, and it oh, just yeah. had a, a core meltdown. Hell That's yeah! Pretty robot.
1: That's <laughs> pretty, robot. That's pretty <laughs> robot.
4: I'm just going to rate all these facts were so robot. That they were totally fine with Fisher Stevens's uh, brown face Indian voice in the short circuit movie. They didn't Aww. have a problem with it. They were like, oh, this is, this is
1: accurate. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's our <my> problem.
1: <laughs> What's wild is that my my dad is from India for context and showed me that movie. And I was like wildly offended. And my dad was like, meh. <laughs> 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 it's, like, it's a good movie
4: It's wild Is that I didn't Work that out Till much later in life uh, Like literally I was like A full grown adult In his 30s And, and suddenly I was like Wait it, 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 that, What? Uh, and then I used to have Like a whole Stand up routine About it And then Yet another King of the Monsters. Aziz Ansari had exactly the same story. <laughs> like,
2: uh.
0: Short Circuit is a movie that I've had a lot of friends request to review on the show, and eventually I'm going to because it's a very iconic yeah, movie yeah, robot. Yeah. But it's I think there's like almost a category of movie that uh, qualifies for my podcast that I would refer to as like a cringe movie or a oh no movie.
1: Oh no is a yeah. good a good category name.
4: An elephant in the room movie.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to lie,
4: Short Circuit 2, when the street punks beat Johnny Five up and he's, like, almost dying. Full tears.
1: (laughs) 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 That's that's not,
4: as a child, that's, like, right now, describing it even. I'm like, oh,
1: no. (laughs) Shem.
0: So there is a monster in this movie that we haven't talked about. And and, I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Anguirus? Anguirus?
1: I just wrote down big armadillo in my notes. <laughs> uh, so
0: they play, they really play with your expectations by introducing Ingeiris because of when Godzilla shows up, like I said, I, I was on the back foot. I didn't really know is Godzilla going to be protecting everybody? Is he going to be destroying mm-hmm. the city? First thing he does is punch a hotel and then the people that are watching are like, oh, uh, Godzilla's here. But then the, they cut to the grandfather, who's like, yay, our, our enemies that t- held us back in the past are going to... Are reven- are, the monster's going to get revenge on them, finally. So he seems happy about it. And so I wasn't sure how to feel. Then Anguirus shows up, and they fight. And somebody comments, like, why is Godzilla fighting his best friend, Anguirus? Yes. I was like, oh, I didn't know they were best friends. <laughs> that's, right. that's a really good bit of backstory.
1: Same. I was like, I didn't know Godzilla had other monster friends, let alone, like, BFFs. And I'll say when Mecha Godzilla, who is revealed to be this Godzilla that we're seeing, like, rips his mouth open. I looked away. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> I was like, "Oh, spooky!" That's but King the Kong finishing right.
0: movie stole it.
1: Oh, really? Oh, oh I didn't know that. Violent. <gasps> Which honestly might be. I mean, they called him Kong. Maybe some.
3: Whoa.
0: That was in France, right, Chloe? You, uh, uh, you're Germany, our France expert. Yeah, I am. But it was
3: <laughs> in Germany. <laughs> Germany
0: is how many countries away? Does it border France?
3: I would love to say yes. My Shem, perfect timing.
0: <laughs> I was just asking France questions. the <laughs> yeah. problem?
3: Maybe it doesn't. No, I, final answer is it does. Final answer, it borders Germany. <laughs> so some, some okay. maybe someone's going to be like, you fucking idiot.
0: Uh, uh, Shem, what are your thoughts on Ang- Anguirus? Anguirus?
4: Oh, I love the blood. Uh, that was very exciting. <laughs> uh, and just the ripping <laughs> the mouth open. I was like, oh, Godzilla's here to play. Uh, like that's, this is this is fantastic. There are stakes to this movie. Uh, <laughs> I've heard things being jaw dropping, jaw ripping. Is new. Uh, <laughs> it's my new favorite adjective. It was very very exciting. And like uh, this is very well trodden territory. But like the monsters universe, it was originally Godzilla, and then they just keep finding all these like different monsters that like appear and like throughout the series. So you have this like pantheon of like cool monsters that. Uh, appear so it's just really exciting every time you see them a lot of the times they'll pop up in other movies or they'll get their own franchises Mothra was like an early favorite a giant uh, moth and she protects humanity and she's controlled oh. by two twins uh <gasps> that was i thought about getting uh, <laughs> yeah
1: wow uh, Mothra's
4: great king gita is fantastic yeah there's just there's just a lot of fun to be had with this
1: what is their friendship like like what do they how do they hang out do you know that uh, like if you
4: watch um, the, is it Destroyer Monsters? Uh, there's one, <laughs> an island of monsters where it's just monsters that all hang out. Uh, and you can see Godzilla hanging out with his son, the, the little baby Godzilla. And you can just do, sort of see their interactions, sort screaming at each other. There's very little brunch. Uh, are they? That's maybe just not filmed.
3: <laughs> are they dating? Are we being homophobic? <gasps> are they actually dating? And we're like, they're best friends. But they're like, we're a couple. Wow, and Godzilla killed. Yeah. Wow, And then maybe that's why Godzilla was like extra mad because he was like, that's my husband.
0: That's a good question.
3: That's
1: a great question.
3: We can only hope. We know King Caesar
1: is. Mm. 10 out of (laughs) 10. 10 out of 10.
3: I really like that. I know this is derailing a little, but the villain who, he wasn't like the the spaceship villain, but he, I just know he was introduced with sunglasses and a a long coat. And I Mm. I think it was a fur collar. It looked fur to me. The Numbara. Yeah.
1: The
4: hero? Yeah. yeah. Number I from thought Liverpool.
3: he was the villain. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on. You
1: think, you think he's the villain. It's a little bit of a twist, but then he's revealed <laughs> to be Interpol, international police.
0: Oh, he's laying it on thick in that plane ride at the beginning. Like he's <laughs> really... Yeah.
1: Smoking. Chloe's
0: aggressively so anti-cop, so like... <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> he is the villain. <laughs> he is the villain. <laughs> the one that got me was his, his friend, his colleague... In the white jacket that literally just like shows up for once. They tease him yep. once and then he <laughs> saves them once and then never comes back.
2: Oh, you must be his colleague. Yes. Okay, great. (laughs) We're all saved. Is "Is this a trick? (laughs) He didn't say he was his colleague. I was like, don't let this. No, no. (laughs) Absolutely not. Yeah,
0: a lot of trickery in this movie. There's like the fake Godzilla, the fake Mm -hmm. aliens that are actually like Planet of the Apes aliens. Yeah,
2: when that that reveal, I was like, what? (laughs) Kill more. I want to see this again. The pipe, pipe. (laughs) the fake fake statue. The
0: statue, yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah, the, I forgot
0: about the double statue. Yeah, yeah. good
2: call. When the there
1: monkey when the monkey reveal happened, mm-hmm. I had assumed because the the monkey reveal came from like the bad guy that keeps trying to like fight them, who we don't know is an alien. We just think he's like trying to steal the statue. So at one point, I was like, "Wow, there's two types of aliens. There's this silver alien, and then there's a monkey." And they're all trying to get this statue. It was a lot. It was a lot. But I'm glad they cleared it up for us.
4: There's a lot of beautiful hand holding because, like, there'll be moments where you literally, <laughs> you'll see like a little sparkle of, um, of metal and go, oh, that must be uh, a robotic Godzilla. We should call him Godzilla here on Forward. Uh, that's settled. Or, oh, there must be aliens. Uh, it's probably aliens controlling Mechagodzilla. That's, that's what's happening right now.
1: Uh, yep.
4: It's very helpful. My favourite thing with the Planet of the Ape star aliens, which is the only reason it's in there, uh, just because to like, reference yep. that franchise, uh, was when one of them, like, they die and then their hand goes um, to, like, a, an ape paw, but they had to, like, put on the alien suits to, like, sneak into the base and he literally pulls the glove off uh, and it gets in the suit. So it's like a human skin, and then a gorilla hand, and
0: then a human hand underneath. And then I'm dead. Every 20 minutes, this movie was like, oh, this is happening now. Okay. Yeah. That, that introduces a whole new element to this entire world mm-hmm. and that I wasn't expecting, even though it was Godzilla. Like, we start with a giant monster. That represents nuclear disasters yeah. and is destroying things, mm-hmm. and and from there, like we, I, I feel like the conversation was like, "Listen, fellow producers, I I believe that we have uh, multiple giant lizard monsters. We have a giant robot made out of space titanium." We have aliens that smoke cigars and drink absinthe. We've got this burrowing armadillo creature. I think we might have enough crazy shit in this movie. And somebody's like, oh, "Really?" Because I just took another bump of cocaine, and I'm pretty sure that making the aliens turn into Planet of the Apes creatures when they get shot is a great idea. And
1: mm-hmm. also, I would be sitting in the corner of this room with like a glass of red wine, being like, "And let's add in a little musical number in there. <laughs> yeah. We gotta have a little bit of jazz." We're not saying
0: no to anything.
1: And then I high kick out of the room. <laughs> I'm not even on the writing team. Yeah, was like, she wasn't part of
3: this. <laughs> but but
1: that was, was a good she? idea.
3: <laughs> she really brought the fire. <laughs> Who was that? <laughs> was that uh,
1: Dolly Parton? <laughs> Dolly Parton? <laughs> Yes, that's fame. My famous Dolly <laughs> Parton impressionist. Come over here. <laughs> Some people call it Liza Taylor. Liza <laughs> Taylor. Liza <laughs> Minnelli. <My> Dolly Parton. <laughs> My D I V O R C E. <laughs> so this kind of chaos is what we're used to. <laughs> I'm so One sorry. Two, nine five, <laughs> yeah, five, five. <laughs> Looking nine to five, darling. Looking nine to five, just to make a living, baby. <laughs> <laughs> really getting by, so I'll take it and so taking and so giving.
4: I don't deserve a statue. No, no, no,
1: no. Here's a little COVID vaccine, America. <laughs> she don't even love me.
2: She's a queen. Okay.
0: Let's go around the room. Everybody has to pitch a more crazy movie than the movie that we watched.
3: Oh my god. Oh, um, the okay, it's any lesbian movie, but they live happily together at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I was going to say this Liza
1: Minnelli playing Dolly Parton mm-hmm. in a Dolly Parton biopic. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: okay. And Dolly Parton plays Liza Minnelli. Oh, yeah, yeah of course. And it's Dolly versus Liza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, it's and to fine. It's clear they are giant in this movie? They are giant, <laughs> and they do fall in love and live happily okay, ever after. Okay. Whoa! Oh,
0: mine, right. is, mine is the movie Face-Off. The only thing you change is every actor is Nick Cage.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, stop. Wow, My friends wow, and wow. I have a, uh, we, we, every Saturday we usually watch a movie and Nick Cage is truly at the top of the list almost every week. And now I'm going to, oh boy. <laughs> Chloe's Wait, now.
4: Face-Off wasn't one of them.
3: <laughs> it's one of it's one that they've seen and I haven't seen and now I'm going to say guys can we rewatch Face Off because I have a different lens to watch it with now
0: (laughs) Oh, he wants to take his face off Off. Off.
2: I'm going to build to movie Louis and add that it has the teddy bear from Con Air in it as well
1: Whoa. I don't know that reference But whoa baby
4: uh, Just an extended version Of the Snyder Cut like that, I,
2: so. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I just want I mean I don't know if this is A crazy movie But I was really <laughs> sad When the Is it Anguirus? When when he died So I want to die In a hospital hospital movie Because um, I was like Yeah another movie and then he was taken too soon. So I'm going to have yeah. Dinosaur Hospital. Movie.
4: You want Jurassic <laughs> E.R.?
2: Written by Shonda Rhimes. Oh,
3: yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Done. With a song. At least one song. At least one. And a dinosaur dance routine. <laughs> yes. They
0: can call it The Vets of Jurassic Park and everyone will be like, oh, like the veterans, like all the characters from past movies. Like, no, no, no. The veterinarians of Jurassic Park.
2: Except and if a- Goblum can play one of them.
1: <laughs> there's a documentary about the making of the movie called Ryan Murphy versus Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> we see what happens there. The musical numbers are definitely coming from Ryan Murphy's portion. Um, and if you
4: season review Season 37, Chicago
0: Dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh,
0: goodness. Uh, yes. So I obviously at the end of this movie, dinosaurs win. It's dinosaur. Yes. It's robots versus yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. The robot gets destroyed. It loses yeah. uh, because Godzilla twists its head around, which seems to break its neck off. H- however earlier it did that on purpose itself it yeah, was like isn't... facing both <laughs> what was behind <laughs> it but whatever the robot lost but that doesn't yes. necessarily mean that robots are cooler so i need to ask mm-hmm. everybody is this movie since it has a dinosaur and a robot mm-hmm. is this movie plus one neutral or minus one for both for each robots and dinosaurs
3: mm. this is easy for me, it is plus one for dinosaur. I think robots, to me, have the same energy as Batman, which is you, you're not a real superhero, you have money. And robots don't really have powers, they have wires.
4: You quoted one of the best lines from the Schneider Cup. <laughs> so that's a, a minus one for me. <laughs> You really, uh, Genuinely, you really did. Like, the uh, well, Flash this goes is to Batman, what's your superpower? Is... And he goes, I'm rich.
3: <laughs> well, that literally has been my complaint about him forever. It's like, why does anyone like him? He's just a rich boy with Aww. a black suit.
4: Chloe, I think a lot of rich boys with black suits fuck. Like, they do <laughs> better.
3: Now. True. i say yes.
1: <laughs> I think this movie is a plus one for all because okay. we had a gay robot and we had a gay dinosaur which representation across the table, everybody wins. That's beautiful. Thank you so much.
2: Um, happy Pride, um, Rachel. Happy
1: Plus, Pride.
2: <laughs> Plus a one months. for dinosaurs and teamwork. Minus one for humans who are the real monsters. Yes. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, yes. Happy
4: Pride, Lindsay.
2: <laughs> happy Pride, Lindsay. <laughs> neon light.
4: I always think about this um, question in terms of uh, the culture wars. Mm. As you know, the robot has long been one of the most popular dance moves of, almost of all time. Like, anytime time mm. any kind of beat happens, this will happen. But then I'm also reminded of the Was Not Was song, open the floor, get on the floor, everyone do the dinosaur, uh, which yeah, <laughs> fought what? valiantly me back in terms of the dinosaur dance moves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no, you're... Like,
2: open the floor. I, Chloe and I are like... like Everybody do the dinosaur.
4: Once an episode, I will just say something from the 80s.
1: uh, (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes Chloe and I are are secretly, our telepathy is saying, is this a British thing or an 80s thing that we don't know?
4: Are they they foreign or are they old? And sometimes it's just both.
2: (laughs) And we do the same when Rachel introduces a fact and like, well, you all know this person. Well, here's the fact. And we're like, who is this person? What movie is this
4: I will Google that name plus Disney Channel the original. I was like, ah, okay.
2: <laughs> I like that. Mine
3: has a layer of like this might not be true. They might be misremembering this altogether. <laughs> we can't trust anything.
0: <laughs> so, Sham, is that a is that a plus That's one? A tie. That's board? a tie. It's a tie. <laughs> so neutral yeah, for both.
3: Neutral. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. All right. I I am gonna give a plus one for both because the moment Mechagodzilla showed up. I was like, this is one of the coolest movie robots I've ever seen because it's just a montage of all of the place, all of the hidden compartments it can fire missiles from. Yes. And that's not even all it can do because then they later on reveal, like, <laughs> the laser, the rainbow lasers <laughs> and the, the rocket feet and all of that. So yeah. a definitely a plus yeah. one.
3: But Godzilla
0: is really cool in this movie, too. And I was yeah. really, really charmed by the, the guy in the suit. the perform- I Genuinely, I really was impressed with the performance and how expressive it was. And I thought it was great. I thought it was a definite plus one for dinosaurs. And Mm -hmm. this is the first time we're talking about, the question has come up of whether we should review Godzilla movies. I always let the guests pick. Y'all picked a great movie. And I think we finally answered for this podcast, Godzilla is definitely a dinosaur. I'm ready to, Mm -hmm. to make the judgment call on that.
1: Yeah, I'll come on and fight anyone who says otherwise <laughs> with your rainbow lasers. As as the yes. reigning Godzilla expert,
0: <laughs> um. <laughs> jury's still out on whether Mecha Godzilla is a robot. But yes, I have one, <laughs> one more one more quick thing I just thought of: uh, Godzilla versus Rocky Balboa. <laughs> cool. So, uh, Rachel, and
4: Chloe, have you seen any of the Rocky movies? Uh,
3: so, I. Really tried not to, and I've succeeded, I think, so far. I've watched more of them than I ever wanted to. I know like Creed? No, No. and I really don't want to watch that. It's so good.
1: I know like enough, you know what I mean? I've never seen it, but I know enough. And I'm gonna vote Rocky on this one because of the emotional. I I don't get the same emotion, although I see that he's frustrated. I don't see the same journey that I didn't see in Rocky. but I assume that there is. I mean, he runs up those stairs, and it's hard. <laughs> Can
2: you imagine a yeah. dinosaur running up the stairs with his little legs? That's would the stairs. <laughs> He'd go
1: right through them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, so I guess we're going to give it to Rocky for that one. I was... Yeah, oh, God, please, oh, please. Sorry, I
4: was going to say, Godzilla has the scales that go up his back and, like, form that kind of arch there, which is reminiscent of M- Rocky's nemesis, Clubber Lang, Mr. T, who defeats him with his <laughs> mohawk. Uh, yeah. So, you know, he, he can't go up against a haircut and win.
1: <laughs>
0: Prediction? Pain. pain. <laughs> yes. Uh, so awesome. I have two bonus questions before we wrap up today. First bonus question. If we were to replace any two actors, and that includes actors inside of the suits, you could also take the suits away. Uh, Mm. So a lot of options are on the table. I want you to just free your imaginations for this. If we were to replace any two actors, or I'll say any two characters in this movie, with Whoopi Goldberg and Danny DeVito, how would that improve the movie
2: exactly? (laughs) I don't have to
0: ask if it would. I'm just asking how would that improve the movie? (laughs) I love this question.
3: Okay.
1: Okay. So I would replace, I would make Whoopi Goldberg um, Nami so that she can do the musical number. Mm -hmm.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And I would make King Caesar Danny DeVito, not in a suit, just for the (laughs) sheer reveal. (laughs) The sheer shock. Also, the little (laughs) statue of Danny DeVito, I think would be adorable. (laughs) That
3: would be my replacement. So I'm going to go ahead and make Danny DeVito Nami for the same reason. Uh, (laughs) I want to see Danny DeVito do the whole musical number. And then I would have Whoopi be, I think, the professor. Because I just want her to have a big role in this. I just want to, I want Whoopi. Nice. Love.
4: I would say in the role of Godzilla... Mecha Godzilla and all the aliens. I'd cast Whoopi Goldberg. The one's a true talent. She can do it all. Uh, you don't those, they don't just hand out egos. It would just be a pure display. And Nami, just a pure display of Whoopi's talent. And Caesar, uh, <laughs> just all, all Whoopi all the time. Uh, and then just explaining everything as a Professor Wagola, I just have Danny DeVito doing his like, jewel, romancing the stoic. Now, like, well, of explaining what's happening in the, Here, Whoopi is taking on Mecha Whoopi.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah. The so audiences are astounded. Mecha Whoopi. Whoopi versus Mecha Whoopi. Whoopi
2: versus. Oh I'm like,
3: Whoopi just won. Shem, can you animate a big Whoopi Goldberg head onto Godzilla's body so we could just <laughs> watch the trailer? Can the musical uh, number be from Sister Act? <laughs> I,
0: I can at least Photoshop her face onto it for the poster. That's uh, what I do yeah. with my yeah. Instagram. So, like, <laughs> I will do that for sure. Oh. Um, I definitely can't top that casting, but I was thinking in the direction of Whoopi as the alien leader. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, so she can that. give like that, that delicious James Bond villain speech about yes. why she's doing that. And also she has some experience with spaceships. She was Guinan on Star Trek. Oh, yeah. And... I want DeVito as Angurus just for the reveal of like this there's this monster burning below the surface and these earthquakes. What could it be? And then just emerging from the earth.
1: Ah! (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine
4: whoopi just being in space looking at Earth and going, the view.
1: <laughs> no Well done. And that brings us
3: <laughs> to-, <laughs> to our final
1: two. This
0: is a section of the podcast that we call What's Your Snack? Uh, Trash comedy. (laughs) What's your snack? Uh, When you used to be able to go to the movie theater, what was your favorite movie theater snack? And now that you watch all all movies, or probably most movies at home, what's your at-home movie snack?
1: So my go-to movie theater snack was the movie theater nachos. I would pray to get burned by the movie theater cheese, which is certainly not cheese. It is something else. A blue raspberry, icy, and Mm -hmm. some Twizzlers. A full... Mm -hmm. A full uh, entree, if you will. (laughs) (laughs) My at-home movie snack is, I love to do something called snack dinner, where (laughs) uh, I make a little little plate of different snacks. Mm -hmm. So that can change based on what I have. But um, last night, for example, I had goat cheese and crackers, apples and peanut butter, Kung Pao cauliflower and some crinkle cut fries with wingstop ranch.
3: <laughs> and I'm very healthy. Just like my mom used to make. <laughs> <laughs> um, my I so I was trained to like bring snacks to the theater. So like I like a good like like vegan cookie or something like that. Something I can pick up from the market and sneak in. But there are select, there is a select theater that I know of in the East Village. It's an AMC that's like, or no, it's near Union Square, and it has a couple floors. Mm. And one of those floors, if you go on a lucky day, you're going to get a free IC. You can just come back and forth out of the theater, yeah. fill up your <laughs> yeah. IC, go back in, fill up, go back in. If that's possible, that's my favorite snack. At home, it's uh, on it, probably just like chips, you know? <gasps> chips, chips are or, or marijuana. <laughs>
2: That's the (laughs) real snack. (laughs) The real (laughs) snack. Great choice for face-off. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I would pick, we had, Shem and I sometimes snuck in fries from Five Guys, and that was like, <laughs> no, you're yum. my accomplice. You're, you're coming down with me. <laughs> that was a great movie snack. Ooh, um, pre-being a vegan and in the UK, my go-to was always minstrels, which is like a very creamy milk chocolate in a crisp shell. And like, that's what I would have eaten for movies for like <laughs> probably eight. Is like five to sixteen, mm. uh, and at home just potato chips and whatever weird flavor I can find that week.
3: Yeah. Yes. Linz, have you had milk? Is that like a milk dud? No. Out of curiosity. Oh, absolutely not. No. Okay. No, you. <laughs> no, you stupid lesbian. Get off the podcast. Have you again. had those unreal
2: like <laughs> pretend like the vegan treats, the unreal ones where it's like vegan chocolate in a crisp shell? Ooh. Oh. Like no, is it like it a Cadbury good. egg? The oh, a little. It's like, a, like it's middle, a little like middle. a okay. Stuffed in the okay. middle okay. crisp on the like okay. Armadillos,
4: okay. reference to a dime adverb. Right. <laughs> I went to the Times Square 42nd Street AMC Theatre with a friend the comedian Justin Catchins. We both bought in like some impossible burgers from Burger King and watched Good Boys and it was the best day of my life. It was like this is such a great burger. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a fun movie. Uh, I'm hanging out with a friend. Haven't done all year won't do for another close to two years. Fantastic. I'll save this moment. <laughs> so, the Burger King Impossible Burger, hot and stinky, uh, is my perfect <laughs> uh, <laughs> in person movie theater treat. At home, I generally enjoy watching a movie with a cutie pie. Uh, it's my way of referring to Lindsay, who I like watch movies with. Oh, she's like, your snack! Good.
1: She's my little snack! Oh, there you go! Oh, <laughs> Daddy! <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have a fact that is hot like hot buttered popcorn. Most movie theaters don't actually care if you're bringing food in. It's a it's a common misconception that they Ooh. when they're checking your bag or whatever that they're looking for snacks that you're quote-unquote illegally bringing in. Most theaters actually don't have a rule about whether or not you can bring food in they discourage you from doing so because they want to make money but most of them really don't care i've actually tested that theory because i've i went to the movies like right after shopping at trader joe's and just living in new york city it's kind of yeah. that's kind of what you you, you mm-hmm. kind of have your day with you as you go to the next place yeah. that you're going oh, that's <laughs> uh, such a good
3: way to phrase it yeah
0: and I, when I got to the movie theater, I was really worried, like, oh, they're they're going to let me in with a whole bag of food. And <laughs> they were like, yeah, let us let me just check it. And I'm like, well, the food's right there at the top. They're like, no, nah, that's not what we're looking for. We're looking for, like, weapons and stuff. It's so. <laughs> just yeah, oh. like, is it <laughs> a gun? A, no. No, yeah, it's, it's America. Really. We
2: want to see if there's guns. <laughs> some. You're like, great, because I have my portable stove and the pasta and some water, so I'm just going to cook up a beautiful Absolutely pasta fine. snack. Okay? That's <laughs> totally fine. It's Trader
3: Joe You go to Trader Joe's 50 miles south, you're going to get a gun. We got to make <laughs> you ain't got a gun.
0: True. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, know <laughs>
3: <out,
0: but laughs> Mason-Dixon line, but uh, up here in New York, you can definitely bring food. Fifty to a movie.
3: miles from New York City, <laughs> famously <laughs> just fifty. Famously.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I haven't snuck food into a movie theater for a while, but I'm a I'm a big popcorn mm. fan, and I don't have a microwave. It's like a classic room. movie. Theater. So oh, all of the popcorn theater. I've been eating for the past year has been raw. Uh, yeah, I don't feel bad for me. It's like <laughs> smart food. It's it's very much mm. a first world problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you could do um, it in a saucepan, can't you? I'm pretty yeah. sure my friend, when I lived in France, because I was like, I, I could not handle this because you hear it like popping on the lid and it mm. was really scary. I was like, I'm glad you're in
0: control of this situation. Lindsay, yeah. I'll say it can be done. Uh, <laughs> can I do it? <laughs> That's a different question. Have you wow. been to yeah.
3: the
4: Metrograph in the Lower East Side? Because they have like... Thirteen dollar olive oil and cracked black pepper popcorn and things like that. It's mm-hmm.
2: truly ridiculous.
4: Uh, I went to see Popeye, uh, the movie, the Altman movie with Connor Ratlev. He was just like, "Let's go watch Popeye," and uh, we'll check the, the seats are sold out. It's literally just empty. <laughs> but me,
0: <laughs> another director,
4: uh, and then just a row of parents and children at the front <laughs> yep. wondering why these three <laughs> middle aged men were <laughs> watching a children's movie in the middle it's of the a day. Oh I mean it's it beautiful. was very much a children's screening as billed as such okay <laughs> like it, was, was,
3: <laughs> it was wild I'm done. Like, Absolutely. It. No one without child entered this theater and then shove and counter just like la, 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 la. <laughs> 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 It's
0: like, it's the opposite of two kids in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> two
3: <laughs> middle-aged <laughs> men with their own coats. <laughs> with their own <laughs> coats. With their own coats.
1: <laughs> Filled with impossible burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. (laughs) Now I'm just
3: picturing Shab at the front, like trying to sell burgers to kids. Like,
2: hey.
0: (laughs) I'm vegan wimpy. (laughs)
2: It's fine, it's plant based.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness. This has been a lot of fun. I've loved talking about Yay. Godzilla versus Godzilla with Hot Goss. Before we wrap up, do you all have anything else you want to say about the movie? And definitely before we go, tell, every, tell the listeners where they can find each of you and, and all of you collectively.
1: Yes. I have no final words about the movie if someone else wants. just okay. I really
2: recommend it. It was joyful.
1: <laughs> I was yeah. very nervous going into it, and then I loved it. So do it. Watch it.
3: Yeah. If you're worried you won't follow the plot, you will. You <laughs> really will. They announce it. <laughs> they announce it. Turn by turn, you know where you're going. And I highly recommend. I loved it. Oh my god, I loved it.
4: I would say if you are just into Godzilla, one of my favorite Godzilla-related things is the Godzilla versus Mothra theme, which is a <laughs> blah, 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 which is sampled <laughs> by Farah Munch for the Simon Says. Hip hop song uh, Which I'm also A huge fan of uh, And it's the one That's the Get the fuck up one Which you will hear me Play throughout the house Sometimes Anyone listening? If you want to come to my house and listen to that, <laughs> <laughs>
1: feel
4: free. Vaccinated, like life, life's popping. Like just, just come on. Post. Life's popping.
1: <laughs> life's popping. Champagne. I'm gonna get that tattooed on my body. Life's popping.
4: Come <laughs> listen to Godzilla versus Mothra. There. <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
1: Or what can- else were we born? <laughs> you can listen to more of our lives popping. <laughs> uh on our podcast, Hot Gossip Trash. It's on Spotify. Um, we're on Instagram at We Are Trash Comedy. On Twitter at We Are Trash Comedy, but the R is a letter R because Twitter doesn't like long names. My, I'm on, just, you can look Rachel Chada and I'm on the internet. Uh, I do dumb things.
0: Awesome. So all of those links are going to be in the show notes, listeners. And also don't forget to check out uh, the Apocalypse Podcast Network's YouTube channel and our Apocalypse Podcast Network bunker on Facebook. I think I worded that right. Yeah. Uh, I- Hot Goss is a fellow podcast on the network, so I'm very, very glad that we connected finally and we got to got to do this this, this versus episode, Robot, ver, <laughs> robots versus dinosaurs versus Hot goss. <laughs> yes. yes.
1: I love it. Thank you so much for having thank us. You. Yeah, thank
2: you. This
0: was a really Thank great. you. Thank you.
2: <laughs> this night at Uncut, and
3: let's add in a little musical number in there.
4: <laughs> I don't deserve a statue. <laughs> no, no, no,
3: no. <laughs> this might not be true.
4: Hell That's yeah, pretty robot. That's
3: pretty robot. <laughs>
2: That's pretty robot. Yeah, robot.
3: Everybody do the dinosaur.
1: Hot gossip, trash comedy is the podcast where we trade sweet, sweet facts
2: like they're dirty little pieces of gossip. We're a New York-based comedy team, and we're joined each week with a funny, delightful friend. After each person shares
3: their facts, we rate those facts from, oh my god, that's not hot, that's as cold as the coldest ice you've ever seen, to, oh my god, that's so spicy, my mouth is gone.
4: So if that made sense to you, then please join us on Mondays wherever you get your podcasts.